0: these last couple of weeks, I've been telling you about all of the horrible things the Department of Justice has been doing to J6 defendants, um, and it just seems to be getting worse. Uh, the DOJ really just doesn't have a bottom line. They don't have the end game here. They're looking to take out all J6 defendants and completely bankrupt them. Um, and recently we, we've we seen this play out all the time. Um, I was going to bring you an update on a story we've been working on, but let's just kind of go over what's been happening, right? The Oath Keepers. Uh, they did have their trial last year and, uh, many of them were sentenced, uh, in the first trial and the sentences were, were insane. Um, we had Stuart Rhodes get sentenced to over 18 years. I believe it was, uh, Kelly Meggs was sentenced to, uh, over a dozen and the list just went on and, um, it was a very corrupt case and we'll discuss why. Um, but if that wasn't bad enough, the department of justice is appealing those sentences. Yeah, appealing. And as I mentioned, Stuart Rhodes was given 18 years in jail. Well, Stuart wasn't there in the Capitol that day. And Kelly Meggs, who did go into the Capitol that day, was extremely peaceful and he helped stop an altercation. And it wasn't just him. It was also Ken Harrelson, who was also sentenced uh, to a couple of years in prison. And so uh, a lot of it's starting to come out. But the DOJ has completely trampled on these individuals' basic constitutional rights. And we're going to discuss that now. So as if it's not bad enough that they're lying during their trial that they are um, gunning for them, that they are adding in terrorist enhancement charges um, or terrorist enhancement enhancements on <laughs> to the end of their sentencing. They're also appealing their sentences and it doesn't stop there. They're actually being sued. So both the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers are being sued right now and th- they're being sued for damages um, as if these individuals have not had enough in the legal expense department to pay up. They're now going to have to fight this civil battle. Uh, it's unheard of because the same Department of Justice, as we saw earlier this week, uh, isn't targeting those protesters as pro-Hamas protesters with that same level of uh, viciousness as they're doing to these J6ers. Uh, we even saw them, these pro-Hamas protesters, literally shaking the gate at the front gate of the White House and trying to break in. And still, for some reason, our Department of Justice has gone completely silent. Um, but as I explained to you just a couple of weeks ago, it's not even just the DOJ targeting these individuals. The VA has also been pulling benefits from J6ers, even prior to their trial, prior to even being convicted. They're losing benefits and they have to fight for their benefits. And one woman who we know quite well um, has been fighting for her husband's benefits. And she joins us now. I want to bring in Angel Harrelson. She is the wife of Ken Harrelson. Uh, Ken has been the victim of the Department of Justice, who has viciously targeted her family. uh, As we mentioned to just a couple of shows ago, uh, Angel was on the receiving end of the VA looking to pull benefits from her family uh, even prior to his trial. Uh, You know, Angel, I remember when you reached out to me and you told me that you had received a letter before Ken was even on trial saying that Ken couldn't be buried in any of these military um, cemeteries if he were to pass. And then there were benefits that were pulled from your husband. And then we learned uh, even after his conviction and um, which is obviously in a D.C. Court, so I wouldn't held much value to that because they're obviously liberals. But we also know that they lied during their trial. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, even afterwards, you were sent a bill for over four thousand dollars and uh, it was quite disturbing. Uh, you weren't able to get really a response. I reached out uh, to the VA and they did ask you to sign some papers and it magically disappeared two weeks later. But Angel, your family has been completely um, targeted by Department of Justice and the federal government. And your husband did nothing violent that day. Your husband has has served this country proudly and with such high respect uh, from his colleagues. And and then all he did was show up to a protest and his life has been completely ruined. Uh, Give our audience some insight as to what you've gone through just fighting for your husband's basic rights and having to
1: uphold those. Hey Brianna, thank you for having me on. And as far as fighting for Ken and what I've been going through, I have gone through threats, being, being mailed to my home, uh, loss of his benefits for some time and then fighting for that and getting the runarounds. Um, pretty much basically I think it's because I'm a woman, but that's a whole different story on that one because they couldn't give me a straight answer and There's a lot of other things I've had to deal with on my own without my husband is death. We had family members that died and I had to go through all that by myself. And the kids, I've had to be mom and dad. I've had to make decisions without him, which we always made decisions together on everything. And I just, I've gotten to the point where... The crying comes and goes once in a while. I'm more upset and ticked off right now because of the new, the new evidence that actually came out. So I'm tired of being pushed over. I'm tired of being walked on. I'm, I'm just that's how I felt these past uh, almost three years. And yeah. knowing my husband is innocent, and that's the only reason why I keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, your husband is not only innocent, but he is a brave American patriot who uh, didn't even vote in the 2020 election, and yet he found himself in the receiving end of this DOJ hit job, um, and it's it's quite disturbing. Um, Angel, for the first time in many, many years since your husband's incarceration, you were able to visit him in jail and give him a hug. Um, I, I want to put that picture up, I think this picture it like pulls at my heartstrings because I've been following you now for quite some time. And when you sent me this, it just, it, I was so happy for you. So what was it like when you finally were able to hug your husband after many years of him being in prison, um, and, and just have this moment with him?
1: That was actually our anniversary, our 14 year anniversary. Um, and the second time I've actually gotten to visit with him in these past, uh, two and a half, well, going on three years. And his face, it's just his face lit up when he saw me. And I have to drive seven hours to go and see him, but it was well worth it because when I got to see him for our anniversary, that was the best moment because I really missed my husband. I still miss him. But as you can see in his face, he's lit up. He's, he's smiling. Yeah, he was just so happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, as he should be. I mean, Angel, you guys have fought a long and hard battle and you're not the only one. Sadly, there are hundreds Mm -hmm. more uh, J6ers out there who are going through what you're going through. Um, Although I think yours is probably one of the more vicious battles that the the Department of Justice has put on against you. Um, It's it's warms my heart to see that photo, but um, you know, it it just shouldn't have to happen. I want to get to what you and I have been alluding to this whole time because our our audience might not be aware. During your husband's trial, he was put on trial with um, several other Oath Keepers. And um, I think there was even one defendant who he didn't know at the time or didn't know prior to being charged. Um, and, And so it was quite concerning. But your husband was put on trial. The Department of Justice has just got their hands caught in quite a massive scandal and it's thanks to independent journal sorry blaze tv contributor i used to call him independent all the time but he's with the blaze now thankfully (laughs) the blaze which is a great publication i highly recommend everyone check them out but uh steve baker really did some incredible journalism he was there with you during the trial of your husband and he caught on to a very critical moment in the trial where he heard judge meta kind of go back and forth with the prosecutor a bit and then warn the journalists to send out a uh, the reporters and in the left wing media, of course, to send out a text me- or a tweet um, issuing a threat about an, an attorney releasing private information regarding some documents, I guess it was. But it, the entire story itself was a head scratcher for, for Steve Baker because he wasn't he wasn't sure why this was happening in the middle of the courtroom, but it was something that he was going to go check back with later. And he's he's checked back. So. What happened was is is Steve hears this this warning going out because there was um, there was an attorney who was going to release information regarding the lies that were being told during the trial, and he was trying to speak out and um, he was completely threatened by the judge not to do so. And um, now Steve Baker has this bombshell story where he is just coming out with floodgates of information to prove that Department of Justice literally put two Capitol Police officers on the stands and they knowingly lied and demonized your husband and the other Oath Keepers, knowing damn right none of that was true. And that's what we're going to get to now. So what happened that day is extremely disturbing. Officer Lazarus, who is Nancy Pelosi's detail, um, was, as you see here in the footage, testified. And what he kind of detailed to the jury was that he witnessed an interaction between your husband and the other Oath Keepers and Officer Dunn. If you recall, Officer Dunn was was is a left-wing media hero they love him they put him on congressional hearings to speak and so he kind of made up this this false now we know it to be false uh based on the footage that we have and according to steve baker's reporting this false accusations that your husband somehow threatened um harry dunn and got into this odd interaction between the two of them but that wasn't what harry dunn initially said harry dunn initially told in a statement told uh and this was what the judge wanted to Block from coming out. From what I've been told, um, that your husband heard Harry Dunn getting aggressive with protesters that were in the Capitol that day, and and your husband also said that the protesters were also very aggressive back towards him, and he was being very fair when he said that. So he he wanted to defuse the situation, and he saw that Harry Dunn was was getting ready to like lift up his gun. I think he said, if I'm if I'm got that right, correct. And he was correct g- getting ready to get into this stance that would, as your husband, who's a veteran, would know is a very you know, ready to to fire kind of stance and it's a threatening stance. And so he wanted to defuse the situation. And so he stepped in after he heard Harry Dunn say that they've taking our guys out here in in stretchers and uh, get very aggressive and threaten to shoot the protesters. And he tried to defuse the situation and got in between both parties and created a barricade with him and uh, Kelly Meggs and a couple of the other guys and created this barricade to prevent the situation from escalating. And um, your husband was a key role in that and saved probably many, many lives because this man was was obviously not prepared for the job that he took on. And so um, that's what happened according to your husband, Kelly Meggs, attorneys, and based on what we've heard from lawyers, the statement that was originally given by <laughs> Harry Dunn and which was altered afterwards. And so that was what we heard from, all of this happening. But during the trial, that's not what the jury heard. The jury heard uh, an alleged fictional story regarding Officer Lazarus pretending like he witnessed an altercation that wasn't what happened. It wasn't peaceful or it wasn't wasn't your husband trying to be a peacemaker. And he painted your husband to be a protester there that day and a nasty one who was trying to cause conflict and that did not happen. Um, so Steve Baker has come out with this bombshell to prove that Officer Lazarus, who testified Nancy Pelosi's police detail, was seen in video footage, and he's got the footage to prove it, so he's only got the screenshots going up, and based on those time codes, there is no way that he saw what he claimed he saw during your husband's trial, because he was nowhere near where Harry Dunn was and where your husband was. And quite frankly, it's disturbing, but Angel, just your reaction to to watching Steve Baker, bring all of this to the surface. because the timestamps prove that your husband did not do what this man said your husband did. And that's gotta be a horrible feeling.
1: It is, it's very horrible to know that they allowed them to even get on the stand and lie like that. The judge even allowed it. And I blame him as well, you know, because they allowed this to happen in their courtroom and he didn't put a stop to it. But as far as that 302 is the FBI 302, that uh, Dunn filled out they should have allowed that to be in the courtroom that because his story on that 302 actually matched up with the oath keepers in the trial and they didn't even allow that but to find out more i didn't even i wasn't there when lazarus uh was on the stand or done but i did read the tr- uh transcripts and I knew it was, I knew it was all a lie, but I couldn't, I couldn't prove it. I I had, I didn't have anything to prove it until Steve dug more. And well, of course, uh, look where we at now. I mean, we can actually prove it that they both lied and because of their lies, my husband's sitting in jail, well, in a prison and being mistreated by the guards and not being fed correctly because of them
0: yeah yeah it's disturbing i mean the judge that was in your husband's case judge meta is an obama appointed judge um and he allowed this to play out in his courtroom and i think the most telling part in all of this angel obviously we told the audience that your husband and and you're not even a political person either um you both did not vote in 2020 so you really didn't have any um type of political investment in any of this which I think is pretty interesting. But even the judge in your case, the Obama-appointed judge before sentencing your husband uh, said that he didn't think your husband was the person that the DOJ painted him out to be. So he knew that this was happening in his courtroom and allowed it to happen. And quite frankly, that's the most disturbing part in all of this. I mean, judges are supposed to be held to the highest of standards because they are honorable individuals. And he allowed this nonsense to play on his court. Um, I want to get to a statement that was made by um, a congressman after Steve Baker broke this story, Congressman uh, Loudermilk, and um, he pretty much is coming out and just saying any allegation of the Capitol police officers lying under oath is very serious and must be fully investigated. For this reason, I'm releasing these still images, and that's how you know uh, Baker was able to release these, and you'll see that the timestamps were all on them and everything, and so. Even a congressman is saying, "Hey, we got to get involved here." And quite frankly, there's not many congressmen who are stepping up and saying, "Hey, there's something going on here, and we need to call it out." So, uh, louder mail calls really has has helped to get this out there. But here in the state of Florida, um, you you know, you you guys are Floranians as well. I'm a Floranian. Kelly Megs is a Floranian. There are so many Floranians who are being targeted by Department of Justice, and quite frankly, we are known as the free state of Florida, and so. Uh, Being that we have the most J6 defendants in the state, I was quite concerned as to why both the governor's office and our attorney general have been quiet about this issue, because uh, you've all had your constitutional rights violated. Um, And quite frankly, the fact that, you know, I mean, they're getting bogus search warrants that are considered to be invalid because they're not even being signed by magistrate judges here in the the state of Florida. They're being signed in D.C. by liberal hacks judges. Um, They are somehow able to come after all of these individuals and violate their constitutional rights. And yet we haven't heard from any of these Floridian politicians, whether it's Congress members. Uh, we have some who have been, Congressman Mac Gates has been helpful when I've reached out to his office, but the rest of them have been absolutely useless. And so I reached out to, um, and I've been reaching out for months now, to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody's office. And I highly respect her, work there over at Fox and thought she was great work with um whenever we had to talk about drugs coming into the country she was very open and very direct and she's a fighter for that and i and i commend her for that and i appreciate her but when it comes to j6 she's been quite silent and i didn't learn until we had jeremy brown on the absolute truth demo robinson jeremy told us that he tried reaching out to her office and evidence that his attorney sent over to them to kind of flag for her office that he was having his constitutional rights violated jeremy brown accused her of sending that over to the fbi and so All of this is concerning, I wanted, and I'm still calling on the Florida Attorney General to just open an investigation. And all she has to do is look into these claims of having Florinians constitutional rights violated. Like your family has endured it like crazy. So people like you need to have an investigation to see if the DOJ did violate your constitutional rights because that will help with your family's appeal process. Um, I haven't heard back from her office yet. Uh, I've reached out to Governor DeSantis' office as well. DeSantis, by the way, folks, um, although I really do like him, I do I do believe he's been bold on a lot. Uh, he's been quite quiet in this aspect, though, when it comes to j sixers. And while'm reaching out to his governor's office, they're telling me to go talk to the campaign. and it's not a campaign issue. It's what can you do now as Governor of Florida? Um so I haven't heard back from them, but Steve Baker uh, announced today, um, on our show, that um, he has been getting some headway with the attorney general's office, and he's actually going to be meeting with the AG. So that'd be beneficial to you and your family, I think, um, Angel. What would it mean for the Florida attorney general to just investigate these claims of having your husband's constitutional rights violated? What would that mean for your family?
1: That would mean a lot because, I mean, they need to do something. If they want to gain our trust back, they have to do something. They have to do something on our behalf. I mean, as a family member, I mean, it's just right now, I don't trust them because I lost faith in them protecting us in any kind of way, especially our rights. And for her to do that, that would mean a whole lot to a lot of Floridians that feel the same way I do. You know, she's, she's going to have to do something they all need to, because if they want to gain our trust back, they're going to have to do something that's right. That's constitutionally right. Yeah. They can't yeah. hide behind, they can't hide behind their desk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your husband has had tons of violations against his constitutional rights. I, i I think I've lost count. Um, and we're seeing that with people like Enrico Otario, who's also another Floridian. He's down in Miami is where he's from. And he was sentenced to 22 years in jail when he was never even at the Capitol. Um, it's just endless. And there's so much there. And I really plead plead with the, the, the attorney general, uh, Ashley Moody, who I highly respect, to be fearless and open an investigation. Because you will find that they've had, ca- I mean, even like the impartial jury, which is your husband's constitutional rights, I mean, he doesn't stand a chance with these liberals I mean even the governor and the governor admitted it. he said you could you could convict I think he said a potato in in or something like that in in Florida I mean in DC so they're all well aware of the 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 impartial jury aspect to all of this which is a constitutional right you're you're supposed to have an impartial jury so uh it's all quite concerning Angel I want to direct our audience if they're at home right now wondering how they could help you if you're living in the state of Florida you I I would highly recommend number one you contact Ashley Moody's office please and respectfully ask the attorney general to just launch an investigation to see if these Florinians have had their constitutional rights violated. Um, that's critical right now. I would also ask for our audience to check out two websites for Angel. Number one, uh, Angel, you got this great website. Um, I love it. It's where you got all this gear. A lot of this gear you actually make yourself. So where can our audience go for this one right now? This is Angel, Angel's, Patriot's Angel's Battle? Patriot
1: Battle. Th- yes, Angelspatriotbattle.org.
0: Okay. Perfect. So that one you guys could check out. And then I also wanted to direct our audience over to your gives and Go page. So you have this Give and Go page set up. It's retired Army Sergeant Harrelson Kenneth's family. Um, and and the money's so important because uh, it's going to help your husband with the appeals process. He's got to fight the DOJ now who's appealing a sentence. He's got to go fight to clear his name now. And then he's also got to fight this civil lawsuit that's being brought on by the Department of Justice. So he's got multiple battles to face and and you guys are like an average American family. Like we're, we're, we're all not wealthy. So like we could all use some assistance when it comes to these legal fights because they're very expensive Angel. And you know, you guys have, have learned this lesson the hard way, unfortunately. Um, Angel, before we sign out, I just wanted to see if you had any last words for our audience and and how they could possibly help you and your family.
1: Well, last words for audience, make the calls, order a patch. I love making the patches. That's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> they're great i have them stand up for yourself <laughs> i know right <laughs> uh, stand up for yourself definitely stand up for yourself stand up for your rights don't yeah. let anyone walk all over you no matter yeah. who they are and ain't nobody above the law no and yeah. not only that yeah. just pray for us pray that we get get him home sooner and get him uh, all this exonerated His conviction overturned because of the laws they just don't stop talking about it don't stop talking about the cases don't stop talking about January 6th on what happened we can't let them shut us up can't give up I refuse to give up yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Angel you can't give up your your husband's counting on you
1: yeah i'm all he's got i am literally the only person that he has yeah yeah and i'm gonna stand up for him i know he's innocent so and i refuse to stand down and i refuse to shut up no matter what i will if somebody puts a gag order on me i still won't shut up i'll just get fined
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, Angel, you're a brave one. Um, can pick the good woman to be by his side in all of this. So <laughs> that's that's definitely something uh we we should tell him. But I mean, Angel, what you've had to endure, I'm so sorry. We talk about this all the time, but every time you tell me something, like we have like a little bit of like a okay, this is getting this is getting a little bit better, we're getting out of it, and there's just something that they throw your way. And so you're such a brave woman for coming out and being able to speak about this freely. Um and it's concerning but you're not the only j6 family going through this unfortunately there are others Mm -hmm. and so it's so important for everyone at home to pay attention i mean i'm going to keep bringing attention to it emerald's going to keep bringing attention to it um but we're not going to back down we're not going to i'm going to send those aggressive doj emails requesting comment on things that they don't want to answer questions for because um this is america and unfortunately this is happening right now and it shouldn't be But uh, too many cowards are are in high positions right now, and they're too afraid to do something about it. Um, But the rest of us here on the bottom, we're not afraid. So, Angel, you got a fighter in all of us. We're gonna we're gonna keep in touch and and uh, make sure that our federal government does your family right for all these wrongs that they've done. So, thank you, Angel, for joining us. Uh, Send Ken our our best. After a long day of filming, I've gotta somehow take off all this makeup, but make sure that I put the nutrients back into my skin that it desperately needs. So I found this new skincare line. I have to tell you all about it. Givaderma is all natural products. I use it twice a day, I use it in the morning, and I also use it before I go to bed. First up, we have this clay cleanser. This is amazing because it takes up all of your makeup and it smells good too. Vitamin C is so important for brightening your skin. I also used to get super bad acne, and so it's helping, um, I guess, kind of like blending my acne scars a little bit so they're not so bright anymore. Here it is, it's the Vitamin C Serum. Just little pumps and put it on. And then don't forget your neck. Now moving on to step three, that is their Uplift Serum. You don't have to do that much. So many times I had like these high end products and I'm clogging my pores and you could see it. It's literally always around here and around my nose area. But for some reason, maybe it's just because it's natural and it's not all that garbage chemicals that are into it. It seems to clear it up so well. Step four, it's the bamboo mist. It feels so amazing on your skin. I mean, you could literally name all these products that are in it. Definitely also like a cooling. See? And then this one, it's called Nourish. It's like this amazing cream, super light. You don't need that much of it. And always make sure you get under the eye area, not in your eyes. Give a Derm has done miracles for my skin. I highly recommend it to everyone, men and women, because guess what happens if you don't take care of your skin? It looks like you're aging quicker than what you really are aging. Natural products, all made in the USA. They don't support any of the garbage that comes out of China. It's not gonna be found in your products. I promise you that. You have to get this product. Click down the link below. Give a Derm is the product name and the promo code for 10% off right now is Brianna. Well, let's be honest, right? Under Joe Biden, we've had plenty of economic woes and uncertainties. Like many of you, I was getting a little nervous. So I turned to my dad for some advice. He's great at investing his money. He said there's only one thing to do, and that's to invest in gold and silver. I've never done it before. So I called our friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. And I don't regret it at all because let me tell you guys, he gave me all the details I needed. So if you're like me and you're just trying to get your foot in the door and kind of figure out what's the best way to invest your funds, I highly recommend. And right now, you go to com slash Brianna. That's KirkElliottPhD.com slash Brianna. Or call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900.